Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello! Hello! And welcome to Series 3. <laughs> we are worried. Are we there already? Um, we've already done it. We've already done it. Yeah. I've also um, just introduced ourselves. I'm Yasmin Acro. <laughs> I keep kneeing the mic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you I'm can Philippa. do this. Yeah. It's Philippa. It's Philippa Dunn. It's Philippa Dunn. Um, sorry. Noticed how I, I wanted to say um, see, see, series three. Instead of going like se- series three. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I've I've done a proud there to just iron that tea out with the real you know, that harsh tea, just iron it out with the an dust when the you know the, the irons you can get that come in a cradle? No. Well you know you see like um so I always just thought there was one type of iron, right? But yeah. You see like these industrial ones that come in a kind of they sit in their own cradle. That's it. Yeah, that seems crazy. But you know what? Maybe everybody knows about this because you remember, like a while back, you told me about earpods, and I didn't realize that basically everybody in the world, now including myself, has those. And I was mm. talking about it like a car. What <laughs> newfangled wonder is this? You get into a to a moving vehicle with wheels. I just sounded like Captain Old. So maybe everyone knows about. <laughs> And everyone knows about these industrial irons, Phil. I, I, I don't, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't even know if they're even industrial. I, I've seen them in a couple of houses in my time, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, go, go on, are they like, like in your childhood you saw them? Uh, no. I don't know when they were invented. Can you recall um, the first time? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not, it's not spring. It didn't stand out like. I did. I did. I remember at the time going, "Holy fuck, what is that like?" Mm. But I do, and and but still and still, I'm still wondering what that cradle scenario is about because it, to me it seems unnecessary. But yeah. I'm sure there has to be a reason for it. I should just it's look it up. Iron. It's not a child. Come on. No. 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 When I mean cradle, it's not like a, like a a, a a little bed that rocks or anything. It's it's like here. I'll Google an image. Um, very useful on a podcast. Um, we can describe it to us. Um, yes. I mean, I, I, show me the picture by all means, but then we'll describe it using the art of words and phrases. It's obviously not called a cradle because all that's coming up are actual cradles. Right. Um, Iron cradle. That's probably a band. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go out and find a nice iron cradle are playing? Um, I'll in, industrial iron. This is really indus- uh, interesting. Industrial. Yeah, sorry. Listen, guys, this is not the way we wanted to open se- series or season three. We wanted to be like, hey, but I think at this point, if you know what we're about, it's stuff like this. So now it kind of this is this is it here now. What is it now? Hold it up to the screen there, Clicey. That kind of a scenario. 
Oh yeah, it's it's basically like you know the metal bit on an ironing board where you leave it to rest. Yeah, it's like that built in, really, isn't it? It's it's with its own holder. And I think it, it this is this 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 particular uh, this particular number. It says that it's a steam generator. So maybe it's oh, that. Let's move on. Um, because I, mean, I, I don't want to bore people We don't people have time to death. for this. We no. don't have time. And also, and also <laughs> really don't have time no, for I don't this. No, I don't mean to be... Br- I hope that didn't sound aggressive because I, I have all the time in the world for whatever you want to talk about, but... <laughs> Not that. It's the, the iron has... The iron has let you down. <laughs> Yes. In not being as exciting as you have made it out to be. It's like when you invite a friend around and you go, oh, wait, wait till you meet Sheila. She's mad. And then Sheila she comes in and just sits there and, and, you know, nibbles on a fucking packet of peanuts and you just go, Sheila, where's all Come the crack, on. man? Where's yeah. all the crack on? Um, anyway, should we just move? What I can't even we- remember who did Worries last time because it was so, f- so long ago. So long ago. Um, number one, how have you been? Oh, listen, I've been fantastic. Yes. Good. Just looking after myself. We're moving into summer, Phil. It's beautiful outside. There's a fine stretch in the evenings. Fine stretch in the evenings if you want to go for a walk. Mm -hmm. How have you been, my sweet friend? Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bit of a rush this evening. Just a bit of a rush. (laughs) It's one of those evenings where you're sitting down at the, the, the microphone and you're I no longer have a home office um, at the desktop. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Did uh, I get you slurped? Yeah, I got kicked out of my own home office. Uh, Sorry, Phil. For f- family reasons. Um, <laughs> so it, if I had my own home office, it's one of those evenings where you sit in front of the desktop and you're re- ready to record and you're just finishing off your dinner, which is uh, like a slice of toast or something. And um, yeah, that's it. It's one of them that's evenings. Just, Again, well, not interesting. I'm being very uninteresting today. Irons, no. late evenings, toast. toast, stretches in the evenings. Oh, Look, I need to up my my game well, here. Well, why don't we then ease us, ease everybody into this season by you starting off with your worry, which is I'm sure will be nonstop. A thr- one like the, the fast and the furious, if it was a worry, it could be possibly. <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> An oldie kind of a one. I have spoken about this subject matter before, so you won't be right. like shock horror. Right. Okay. Basically, things are kind of opening up a bit more here, um, which meant mm-hmm. I could go out for an evening meal with oh, a friend wow. um, yeah. last week. Um, where did decide, you go? Where did we go? In, into town. <laughs> to to right. a restaurant in town. <laughs> Just aside, um, meal is one of my least favourite words in the world. <laughs> is that is that why there's, it feels like there's a, it's something coming up when you're saying it. Mm. There's a, there's like meal. a meal. Meal. Could you, do you want, do you want to use a different phrase? Dinner? We went for dinner. Went for dinner. In the evening, In town. Um, you're not saying yes. where, you don't have to say where, you're keeping it all very elusive. It was just in town. And um, <laughs> this is probably to gloss over the fact I probably can't remember. But it was one of those things of like, so we had a couple of drinks because mm-hmm. it's been a while. Oh, here, here's where the story starts. It's been a while. <laughs> it's, been, it's been too long. And um, now I didn't go mad, right? right. This isn't me like just stripping few, off in the road or anything. No. Just a, a few gins. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of cocktails. Very <gasps> well spaced. And we, because we went to a legit 
cocktail place. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those establishments where they offer you water as you're drinking. Oh, listen. Which I always appreciate because yes. it allows they're you like, to pace yourself. Yeah, they're saying, enjoy it. Don't be that guy. No. And also it's like, um, it's them acknowledging, you know, these are boozy. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Steady on if, there. If Come this on. Is, if this is your first time out in a long time, which it was, mm. then just take take it handy there. Take um, a couple of sups of water in between uh, every guzzle of your delicious uh, beverage there. Um, what kind of cocktails did you get? Oh God, it was a tequila based place. <laughs> that, so is I that would... the name of the cocktail or the no. establishment? <laughs> no, it was um, an accidental kind of rhyming onomatopoeia. Um, I don't even know what that means. So for, uh, again, it's one of those evenings. Um <laughs> It was what? It was, yeah, all the all the um, cocktails are kind of tequila based. Right. Which is great because te- mm. tequila. 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 Tequila is an upper. It's an upper drink. It's the oh. only upper drink that you can have. It's not a depressive. Oh. So it's very oh, good Jesus. to drink ke- ke- tequila. Tequila. <laughs> must hit the tequila more often then. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's meant to be a, a, a Pepsi up. I learned that from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> trusted. Yeah, trusted. They, oh, they know about drink that lot. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you were drinking your Cortila, Cortila in the Cortila um, uh, Lounge base place, yeah. and um, pacing myself nicely. Now I wasn't going mental. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't going um, hammer and tongs now or anything. Um, but it was just that thing of. I got home, not even late. I got home at 11 p.m. Very civilised. Yeah. Um, and because it's been such a while since I've been out in town having a few drinks, it was the first time in ages that I kind of had the horrors. Not the next day, because the way I do the horrors is I wake up at 4 a.m. and I go, oh, 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 yeah. oh, God. oh God. Yeah. So um, I did. I woke up at about 4 a.m., and all the usual questions, not the usual, sorry, because I hadn't had these questions run through my head in so long because of lockdown and et cetera. But they were like, I won't call them friends of old. They were familiar old faces. <laughs> They're not friends. They're annoying. The familiar, familiar faces. Phil, this, to be honest with you, this sounds like, first of all, you're saying we went into town. You live in London, which is one of the biggest cities in the world. <laughs> so yeah. Went into town. It's like you're giving nothing away. And now that the, these people are people that you've basically, it's, this, it sounds very intriguing. It sounds like the beginning of a spy novel. Yeah. No, is it, but it's the voices in my head were like old friends. Oh, That's okay. No, I've got, so you were with your actual friends. The just voices one, in your head. Yeah. Okay. It was just me and an old friend and, right. um, Who's not, who doesn't live in your head. These no. are, no, these are familiar voices as you're lying in bed, 4am, you've yes. woken up. Okay, sorry, th- that was me being an idiot. No, Please you're not continue. No, um, this is me having one of them late evenings when um, the brain is kind of, get ready, 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 get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to ask, could I go home? But I'm in my own sitting room. <laughs> Oh, apologies. This is the worst start to series three that I think there ever was. <laughs> Not that we've done a series three before, but I have to apologise. I'm going to send out a, a written apology. I'm sending out a written apology verbally right now. I'm so sorry. Well, 
I think it was a mistake picking me to go first. I'm so sorry. It's you just... can do this, right? You're in bed. It's 4 a.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. <laughs> I start to have the horrors. Maybe yeah. if I just look down at the floor, it'll help my concentration. So it's 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I wake up. I start having the horrors. Mm-hmm. It's familiar, yet not familiar because I haven't had them in months because I haven't been in the scenario where I've had the horrors because I haven't been out or socialising in town. Yet these voices that are appearing in my head, they're like old, old, I'm not saying friends, old visitors and right. they're saying things like um did you did you pay for your drinks did you um uh take off any clothes in the street did mm-hmm. you um pay for that sandwich that you had on the train home mm-hmm. did you push anyone onto the train tracks yeah did you verbally or physically assault anyone out and about did you pay for the taxi did you yeah. say something shit to the taxi driver as you were getting <laughs> So I have to keep going, oh no, oh God, did I do it in bad? Did I do it in bad? Did I do it in bad? Because I shouldn't, you see, I shouldn't really drink much alcohol. And again, it's not that I was drinking loads and loads, but it's basically when I have too much of any sort of, um, I want to call it an accelerant. It's not an accelerant. What's the word? A stimulant. Um, stimulant. Too much coffee, too much sugar, too much alcohol. Um, it It's just, it does something to me. And that's when the, the horrors kick in. Like with everyone, with most people. I was really annoyed that these fucking voices were back trying to convince me that I was just up to no good all evening long when all it was was me and an old friend chatting, like having a great catch up. Mm. You know, they were threatening to ruin the experience I'd had, which was, oh my God, I'm getting to go out for the first time in so long. We're Mm. going to a lovely place to eat. We're having some lovely cocktails. This is fun. I haven't seen her in ages. I haven't had a proper catch up in ages. And then... You're really enjoying the evening and you get home and then it's like you pay the consequences halfway through the night. And then, yeah, luckily now they weren't the kind of horrors that carried on into the next day as such because I didn't have a hangover. Mm. But it was just that 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 thing of, you know, those horrible worrying voices that try to convince you that you've been a very bad person. Well, that, I mean... For anybody who doesn't know, for because I feel this is like the horrors, the fear. This is a very like Irish. It's very, it's very known in in Ireland in particular. Mm. But d- d- explain to a person who's never heard of the fear or the horrors what it actually is. I think it's a low grade panic experience. Mm. Really, it like for me. I don't know if it's yeah. the same for everyone. I think it's just um, it's like. It's a it's a feeling of heart racing, jittery, shaky feeling, um, feelings of regret and fear and worry that you've done something awful. Mm. Um, you go back analyzing all your conversations to see if you offended anyone, if you said something out of line, if you mm. said something rude, if you did something rude, if you did something inappropriate on the night out, and you're just doing this mental scan of all actions and words spoken of the previous night on your own behalf. Like it doesn't matter, like some person, someone you know for years could have been acting the absolute Amadon. And that's fine. Fool, fool. That's fool, fool in Irish. Yeah. Um, and that's completely fine. But it's if you stepped out of line, that's where, yeah. you know, problemo, big time up, like big mm-hmm. time. And um, I think you just turn around and you try to, it's just you spend the next day just beating yourself up endlessly. Yeah. For being an idiot and for just being an idiot. And you're and, like, and, 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 and if I'm wrong, 
it's not that you have been or if you if you have even been a bit like a bit giddy or whatever you're usually in a a group or with one other person who's just on the same wavelength as you because you're both mm. you're both having a drink so mm. it's this weird thing because it doesn't really it doesn't really exist really i mean mm. maybe when listen i think when everybody was younger and we used to go out in the lash yes there was definitely times the next day where you were like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Or I can't mm. believe, or, or you'd, you'd go in, you'd go into, into actual small town and you'd meet someone. They were like, oh my God, last night you were this and you were that. <laughs> and you'd, and you'd be properly shamed for just like basically having pints and fun and all that kind mm. of stuff. So, so it's basically your reaction to a civilized night out to, with a couple of drinks with a friend, mm. having a good time. Is and, and then it's like the old, it's the old way of being. Like the 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 the, the memory of what used to happen is coming back up. Mm. And it's funny because when I think of myself gallivanting as a youngster, I'm like, yeah, but that's that's what youngsters do. You you, you go out and you act the age, and that, you know you're kind of meant to do that at that age because you only get one chance to do that at, and it's that it's in your young twenties. Mm. So I forgive that young person for having way too much crack but like yeah. something about now you're just like I don't know it's kind of like it's unacceptable unacceptable if you, you know what it is silly do you know what I, I'm going to offer something and I mm. might be completely wrong but I've been reading stuff about identity recently mm. and how so we when we're all born or like from the ages of zero to seven I might have said this before but like you're downloading all of your beliefs about life and mm-hmm. everything. And so in that time, you form your identity. And so ab- about what you think about yourself in relation to the rest of the world. And what lots of people do is as you grow up and, you know, you get your 20s or 30s, you start going, my identity is something that I have to change. So if I want to be successful or if I want to be something, I have to change my identity. I have to become this other person who will then be worthy and deserving of of success or, you know, a good relationship or a sassy body or whatever it might be. But what you don't understand is your identity is fixed. So you don't, so, so you're, you're thinking about things that you want to achieve, hoping that they're going to make you a different person, which is the wrong way around. You have to first accept that your identity has already been set and understand that those things cannot change who you are internally because your identity will always fight for survival, because it's the thing that you downloaded to keep you alive, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So like, if you kind of go on, I really want to be very successful, um, mm-hmm. then you you understand that success, whether you're very successful or not very successful, you're still going to be the person that you are right now in the body that you're in. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you might have more in the way of material things, but inwardly, you're not going to change. And so therefore that leaves you with the thing of going, well, then I don't really need the thing because I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. I must mm-hmm. think, think, get the name of the man who talks about this. He talks, it's very, it's like kind of like manifestation stuff, which can be not everyone's cup of tea. But I'm, what's the name of the book? I think it's called You're Not Broken. You're Not Broken by, let me look it up and see what it's called. And then I won't feel like I'm basically paraphrasing someone who's actually done the research. Do you know that kind of way where I'm going, blah, 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 I did this. And then <laughs> I realized this. And then someone will go, that's from such and such. So just let me, so oh, I'm stop. not, I'm not. Um, Do it every day in my life. 
<laughs> I do I'm it all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a, a prize winning. Um, uh, I'm stopping there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prize winning. That's the end of the sentence. I'm, um, a, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a very, I'm very guilty of going, oh, um, this person who said this. And I go, I always follow. Now, I can't remember who it was, but they definitely said <laughs> I can it's never called, remember. This is what, it's called You're Not Broken and it's by Christopher Michael Duncan. So if anybody okay. wants to read that, I but I found it very interesting because I was like, hmm. that's so true. Um, but then, so when I'm that, the reason why I talked about that was, so I think there's a part of us when we have our identity, especially when we're trying to be good boys and girls and, you know, we mm. follow kind of rules about being in the world. And then when you have a few drinks, naturally, the, the what inhibitions. You call it, like the, the inhibitions and the carefully constructive, constructed visage that we have around us in order to kind of, you know, keep ourselves good and proper and in line with society. Mm. That kind of floats away a little bit. And so basically we step out of the confines of our identity and the the pressure to be, you know, a certain way. And all of a sudden we're free and we're laughing mm. and we're joking and we're not thinking about it. And then because it's a little bit like going into some kind of state of hypnosis, at some point you have to come back to your body. And mm. it's like your your body is like your mom standing in the in the in the front door with the rolling pin going didn't I tell you to come home here half an hour ago? Yeah. Didn't I tell you at home? And I saw and it, what you did on the way home there. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. And look at you, you're covered in muck, right? That's mm. it. And so it's basically like your 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 conscious mind or your identity is going, you wait till I get you home. <laughs> yeah, you were you were skipping down that road, having fun with your friend, drinking tequila, tequila, was it, in the bar <laughs> with your friend? Oh, well, we'll soon see about that because I don't know about you, but there's a lot of work to be done around this house. <laughs> Yeah. And I bet you didn't even pay for that sandwich. You didn't even pay for that sandwich. Thing you is, ran out of Marks and Spencer's with it under your oxter and you jumped on that train, didn't you? And you put, pushed over three old ladies who were doing something charitable <laughs> and you sped off into the night with your top off. Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What great podcast. Shappy Corsander, you're too kind. The podcast is called... It's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Can you tell your friends? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Listen, Phil, we've all been there because that... As you're saying, not voices in your head, familiar specters, mm-hmm. right? They need to go and they need to go and suck on a dick, is what yeah. I'm saying. Sorry for the language. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> um, oh god, yeah, that makes so much sense. And as you were saying it, it, it just made me feel really sad because I'm just like, it is. It's so stressful putting on the show isn't it like that like oh I'm a grown-up and I have it all to get not that I ever <laughs> ever pretend this but it's like oh I'm a civilized human uh, oh, I'm a best behavior doing all the things right uh, apparently and you know uh, doing it all um fancy and all <laughs> I again I apologize I need to go to bed no, um, no listen you're you, listen <laughs> this is but this is the thing you're here as you now and that's acceptable mm. That's you only need to be you. Well, that's all I have to offer. <laughs> and Philip, um, it's more than enough. It's spoiling us, really. Oh God! Do you know? Just as it came into my mind there, but I went to a thing at the weekend, an old family Ooh. constellations thing, as we talk, which you know I love and you love. Look but the, the facilitator said to us, and this blew my tiny little mind. Right? He said, "You know the phrase, you can be right or you can be happy. You know that." You know, Ooh. when when so people say sometimes when somebody is is fighting and they 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 need to be right and ah. they're and they won't be swayed in anything. They just need to be right. They need to be right. And then, you know, there's a phrase where you well, you can be right or you can be happy, which means, you know, you could if you're fighting with your partner, let's say, and you just want to win and be right. There's a, mm. a, a place where you can basically like meet in the there's middle. A place in hand for you. There's a <laughs> If you ever fight with your partner, there's a place in hell for you. No, it's just get off your high horse. Just fucking well, do yes, something else yeah. instead. Well, there's a, yeah. there's, a, there's a common ground that you can find. So you can compromise, which means that you won't win, but you'll be happy. So you can be right or you can be happy. Hmm. Um, but he said, it's, it's not, it, it, moreover than that, there's also space for you can be good or you can be happy. Because oh my goodness. when we're children... When mm. we're being good, we're not necessarily being happy. We're doing oh, no. something to placate our parents or a teacher or whatever. But mm. when a child is happy and they're going buck mad and they're screaming and they're shouting, they're usually told, shh, quiet. So that's the oh, thing is yeah. where we, we grow up and we go, I can be good or I can be happy. And I'm going to pick good because I know with good comes acceptance. Mm. Whereas with happy, oh, people might not like me. You know, I might get told off or I might get shushed. So Mm. basically all you were doing there was you, you were being happy, Phil, not good, Phil. And then when you, and then basically you admonished yourself because you were having, like you were being like a child and you were playing Mm. and yes, there was alcohol involved, but (laughs) you, you were just having a good time and being carefree and, and that doesn't align with being a good girl. God, that's also blown my mind. And it just, it does reminds me that like when I hear those voices annoying me in the middle of the night when I'm trying mm. to sleep, it is a thing of just like, 
finding some way to talk back. Yeah. Which is, you know, she's trying to have a bit of fucking crack. Yeah, that's it. It's not against the fucking law to have a bit of fucking crack. Yeah, after a year and a half of being locked inside. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, I was going to burp. I wasn't getting emotional. <laughs> it sounded really... <laughs> You're on the verge of a great emotion. I'm very love. It's like, I know he has. It's been very difficult. Very hard for everyone. I haven't been drunk at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, God, that's it. I just need to be like, would you ever shut up and go... Just because you've no crack. Just because you, but do you know what that? It, do you know what those voices in our head are? are? Hmm. They're the girls in school who, like full disclosure, it used to be me who would <laughs> stand in the line, and we used to do this thing because we went to Catholic primary school, where um, when we were in the line to go back inside after we'd been playing in the in the yard at lunchtime, we cross our arms and we put our fingers on our lips. Oh like, yeah, I'm being quiet. I'm being quiet. Look at me. I'm such a good girl. I'm being quiet. Hmm. And that the 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 the. the voice or the the spectre that comes and visits you and goes oh my god you were so bold it's one of those girls who crosses her arms and puts her finger on her lip the good girl mm. and she needs to shut her little stupid mouth it was very judgy and i would say that to the to a child's face <laughs> when i bashed you need to <clears throat> shut your mouth tiffany um yeah, well, so, yeah. so yeah yeah those Phil. those voices need to shut their uh, mouths Exactly. Because you're just having, as you're saying, it's like you deserve to be happy. You deserve to have a little bit of fun. That's all you're doing. You're a child playing. That's what you're doing when you're when you're having a few. T- t- I can't say, I can't say te- tequila. Tequila. You, get, you have a few tequilas and <laughs> you're having a good time. That's it. And and it's it's like. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a there's a whatever that is. It's like waiting to, to say to you. You were you were being naughty. Mm. And you're not allowed to be naughty. So let's look. And then if it can't find anything that's naughty, it just wants you to feel guilty. I'm just annoyed that at my age now that like I've never learned to talk back to that voice and go here now, not listen to that. Shut up. But I, do you know what? Do, do you know why going. you haven't learned how to talk back to it? Because it's not a it's not a part of you that affects your adult self. So it's only that like the the child side of me that responds to it. Yeah, because it's 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 because you as a logical grown up woman, yeah. as a white woman grown up, you uh, you know that you haven't done anything wrong. You you are your own witness when you're out and about. You know that you haven't pushed anybody onto the track. But that voice isn't interested in facts and logic. Mm. It's it's about shaming. So the only real part of us, I think, really that internalizes shame in that way is 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 the child part of us. Mm. So it's playing on my child emotions. Yes, it's playing your child emotions. I had uh, the 90s pop station on my phone. Child emotions taking me over. Is that it? Phil, no, I know. Lost in a song. But if you will come back. Oh, I do not do that. I'm singing the Destiny's really like Child it. version now. I'm not singing the um, BGs. Oh, I'd really like it if in the middle of it, the Destiny's Child, <laughs> Beyonce went, I need to go to bed. <laughs> Maybe she was having a, a slice of toast for a rushed uh, evening meal as well. I don't know. She seems like a very busy woman. She is very busy. No, I was thinking of Private Emotion by Ricky Martin. That came oh. on and I listened to the whole thing. 
emotion. I didn't remember all the words, but I was like, oh my God, it's one of those things you go, I partially remember this song mm-hmm. and now I'm hearing it. I'm, I'm going to listen to the end. Like Tina Arena's I'm in Chains. I'm here for oh, the whole song. Oh, that, uh, oh, I love that. I used to come home from school. I used to come home. This is a big vision. Fifth class, right? And it was back in the day when you'd be taping the songs off the radio. Yeah. <laughs> if you're old enough to remember that, right? So I think I taped it off. It was a, an evening. It was on at seven o'clock. What was it? Two FM and it was... Oh, and oh. It, there was like, it was a Dave and, and uh, Simon or something like that. There was a, a red haired man with a moustache and he used to do the countdown. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they used to print the list of the songs in the Herald. Oh, OK. No, I'm thinking of a different thing. And um, anyway, I had taped Tina Arena's I'm in Chains off um, the radio one evening. Yeah. And I remember coming home, I was probably in fifth class and I thought it was such a good tune. I thought it was a great pop hit and uh, she was relatively unknown. Um, So I thought, oh, there's probably good things in the pipeline for her. I might, you know, get into her and stuff like this because I see great things on the horizon <laughs> for her. I was, you know, a, a young um, yeah. uh, Simon Cowell in my head. No um, reason why she, she couldn't have become a ex-Celine oh. Dion. Yeah. So I remember taping that. I remember coming home and um, doing a sweep of the house to make sure nobody was home because I was usually the first one home from school. And I remember um, putting that on and singing my heart out to it. And I remember thinking, yeah, I can keep up. I can give Tina Arena a run for her money. <laughs> and uh, singing, you know, I'm in chains over and over again. I thought it was great. And um, then there was one day that it came home. I was like on the way home from school. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and sing I'm in chains for a little while in my room. And I forgot to do the sweep of the house. Oh, no. And little did I know my brother in secondary school was on a half day and I went no, no, into no. the room, put on I'm a chain, sang it and sang it and sang it. And uh, then I heard a rustle down the end of the house and I was like, oh, fuck. But he heard me. He's going to take the piss out of me now for about five days. Wow. What yeah. happened? Did he did he take the piss out of you for five days? Um, actually, do you know what? I think I was saved by the fact that he was in the sitting room and he had the telly up relatively loudly. Oh, my God. So he couldn't actually hear me. My friend, and I'm going to say her name, Louise, because this is embarrassing and it needs to happen. <laughs> she was one time at home in the sitting room and uh, she had a glass telly, you know, the telly with the glass front. So it was, it was a, you know, when she was in school mm. and she uh, could see herself in the reflection of the glass. So she crawled on her hands and knees over to the reflection of the glass and sang Radiohead's Creep while watching herself in the reflection of the television. <laughs> and as she was finishing it, her mother, her mother was standing in the doorway she went, well, that's a nice song. And she was like, no, no. <laughs> I mean, what? we're talking about living your, your, your full video. I'm in a music video fantasy. Mm. Mm. I am seeing this like angst ridden teenage song and your mom who thinks you're an Egypt <laughs> is standing there going, oh, oh God, I'm going to, I'm really going to egg this right into this pudding and make what it must, rise. What must you feel as a parent watching your child? Something like that. that. In that moment, do you stop loving them just for a second? I think you must go, um, th- this either is not going to spell anything good for the future or um, she, like, I cannot wait until she turns around and realises that I'm here. 
Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, but the worst thing as a child, or no, not as a child, as a teenager, is to be discovered singing. Yeah. It's too vulnerable. You're too oh, vulnerable. Too far too vulnerable. Like to be, to be caught in the, in the process of kind of living out a fantasy, um, mm. you know, of stage and screen or anything to do with that. Like it was just yeah. like, oh, death. Death. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Death. In my house, <laughs> yeah. if I was caught, if I was caught doing something like that. And they'd be like, I'm ringing the doctor. <laughs> Also, I mean, to get something for you. Not to, I mean, this is the thing, though. Not to say it's anything to do with your parents, but this is this is all part of what you're talking about. It's like having fun, doing something that you enjoy, and then there's a an outside element that goes, "That's not okay." Now, not to say that you're there's anything wrong with because uh, listen, if I saw my daughter singing um, Radiohead's "Creep" into into the television, I wouldn't stop taking the piss out of the rest of her life. I would tell everybody. I mean, it's not even my story to tell. And I've named my friend and I've embarrassed her and I don't even care because it's too good not to share. Um, so I think that there is that thing of like you're having a good time and the world goes. Ah. Mm. So, you know, it just what I'm saying is it make it. It's all, listen, it's all part of the same tapestry that we're talking about right now. And I think I think so. Um, I think so. I think it's about think time should... to say in those moments, I was happy. Um, I'm, I'm going back to being a good girl now. So shut up, brain. Hmm. Yeah. Or just never be a good girl ever again. Yeah. Just burn everything to the ground. Yeah. It, it metaphorically. Tattoo next week. Do that says yeah. fuck the system. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. How are you feeling now, Phil? How do you feel if there's any kind of resolution around that? I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really sit. Um. Sit with that thing of. Um. I've forgotten already what you said, but um, <laughs> no, <laughs> it'll come back. It'll come back. It's one of those evenings. It's um, yeah. It, what is it? It's um, I can be good or I can be happy. That is a big, yeah. big old, big old hello. Because me as a happy child would have been like, yeah, like you know, screaming, shouting, singing, dancing, doing cartwheels. Like, actually, I never yeah. pulled off the cartwheel. I wish I could, but anyways, me um. But no, I would have put all that aside to be good. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Much to my too. own detriment. Well, so. listen, now we've reclaimed some of Happy Phil because all she did was go out and have some, and I'm, I'm sure she was just great crack. Um, let's, more more of her, please. Exactly. Would that be such a bad thing? And again, apologies oh, this evening. I'm just, I'm, all I am is, is tired, Phil, um, as we all are in this world. Anyway, listen, let's move on to, to what's what's you've been what what what's what you been you, worried yeah. about this yeah. week? Um, well, this week it happened a couple of weeks ago when we were on the break, but mm. um, basically, right? Um, I love like psychology stuff and all that kind of uh, like as as it's probably clear. Mm. But um, I was doing a quick Google about like narcissism and like I love stuff like that like what's what makes a sociopath what makes an empath all that kind of stuff and I have been for the longest time uh telling myself I'm an empath right Mm. just saying oh I'm so I'm so sensitive and this and that I come across this article I've written down the points I've, I've I've made notes it was called eight subtle eight subtle signs you're a narcissist it was in insider magazine I can't I don't remember the date right these these are eight eight things to indicate that you have uh, like uh, like narcissism in your personality. And Philippa, I'm all of them. Ooh. I'm all of them. Do you want to hear them? Do you want to so hear them? I've, yeah. Okay. First one, 
you interrupt people. I think this <laughs> podcast is a sign. It's a clear sign. I interrupt people all the fucking time. Ah, here now. If anyone interrupts anyone on this podcast, it's me always blabbering over you. Not at all. Sometimes I listen back to the episodes, which would make sense being a narcissist. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Let me go on. Let me let me further Mm. explain. Um, When you do let people talk, you're not engaged. Now, this does not happen when I'm talking to you because I know you very well. But let's say I am talking to somebody I don't know very well. When they start talking, I do zone them out. To the extent that sometimes I will say to myself, oh, Yaz, you need to start paying attention because they might ask you a question. And famously, Philippa, I, well, back in the day, people used to take the piss out of me because people used to say something to me and I'd laugh. So they'd say, so say say something to me. Just say anything. What's your favourite (laughs) colour? What? What? So I'd laugh and then they'd always go, why did you laugh if you didn't hear what I said? But I would just laugh because I'd go, is this enough? I'm just going to laugh. And then when they would look at me strangely, I'd go, sorry, what did you say? And then they'd go, well, I, I said, what's your favourite colour? But so why did you laugh, though, if you didn't hear me? And then I'd have to go, because I just like if you'd responded to the laugh, I wouldn't have continued. Like I, I just would have been like, oh, that's great. That was all I needed to do. I, I might do that again. So. That's it's all just it's all listen, it's all lining up. The next okay. one is you don't value other people's time. Now, first of all, I was going, well, that isn't true. But then I'm a notorious flake, Phil. I'm a notorious flake at the last minute. Is there there's a party going on? I'll text you 20 minutes before and go, I'm sorry, I can't make your party today. I'm not feeling very well. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Or there's a lot of like, if I'm. So like my best friends who live quite close to me, they, I mean, I go around to their house and the deal is I have my own keys, I let myself in. No, no one's standing on ceremony. I can make tea if I want to. You know, we just kind of like hang out. There's no, it's no big deal. But sometimes I'll say, oh, I'm going to come around and see you guys on Saturday. And then, I mean, it doesn't happen very much anymore, but like I, I ended up going around to my friend's house on one Friday night. He just texted me and said, do you want to come down? And I was like, yeah, that sounds really fun. So I went down, we drank two bottles of champagne. I was on my arse. I was on my arse because I can't even have one glass of champagne. And I'm like, I couldn't move the next day. Hmm. And I texted my friends and said, I'm so sorry, I'm not coming over today. Now, they were expecting me. And it's not like, you know, as I say, it's all very chill, but they could have maybe organised something else because... They were expected, like they thought, they, 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 if I had said to them, oh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to go down and see my mate. So if I do get a bit trolleyed, I won't be around tomorrow. I hope that's okay. But I didn't bother doing that. I just texted them day of, which is inconsiderate. Um, Look, I won't, I won't say anything yet. I'll let you go down okay. through your list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sp- now this one, well, okay. This one is you spend a lot of time editing your photos. Now, I'm not on social media, right? So I, 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 I'm not on Instagram. I don't do anything like... I don't know what, how do you, like, um, what do you call it when you... Filters, fa- not fa- tune or anything like that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But as an actor slash actress, hmm. um, when I do my self-tapes, Phil, yeah. I will stick a ring light on myself that will bleach every single line and, well, yeah. like, capill like, anything. And then sometimes I'll watch them back and... Um, and also I'll whack the saturation up on that by about 50%. And then I'll I'll watch it back. And sometimes I'm um I'm mesmerized by my own beauty. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, just... Somet- sometimes I'll I'll watch it two times and go, 
God, that ring light God, is just gorgeous. Listen, and also there was a thing about two or three months ago. I did a thing from my hometown, and uh, every it was like a Zoom event, and there was like you know different actors and different people, and we were going to like do this online thing. So I logged on. I had like I, I dressed up. I mean, you could only see me like you see now on a Zoom. Like it's only like the the top half kind of thing. Hmm. Um, I put the 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 biggest brightest light I could find in my uh in my ring light, in my you like my my box light thing, and yes. um and then I log on and then basically everyone else is just sitting naturally in their front rooms just having and I am like lit like I'm Faye Dunaway in like the the 80s when it all started to go crazy like I was it was it was like I was like Gloria bloody Swanson it was just I was like I don't know what's happened to me but now it looks like and I and I was I couldn't go oh sorry can I just go and change my light because I was in then but I I kind I was so it was it was it was a lot on the eyes anyway I'm going to come I'm going to get get through the rest of these you don't handle criticism well I don't you play the role of the of, of a victim all the time, you tend to think that rules don't apply to you. Now, that I, that's the only one I don't agree with. I do think rules apply to me a lot. Hmm. And you only give so you can receive. Now, I would like to think that I'm a kind woman. Yes, I am. But sometimes, and by sometimes I mean all the time, if I do something for you, I have logged it in my memory as I've done that for you. And and then if, then it, it like if so say for instance, like I picked you up from the train station every day because you hurt your foot and I drove you home. I'd be I'd be happy to do that, right? But then about two months later, if I said, oh, listen, could you pick up that thing for me in the post office because I can't go by today and you went, eh, I'm really sorry, I can't, no. I would go, on oh, no, all those fucking times I picked you up from the train station. So that, I mean, do you know what I mean? It's like, I, mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind picking you up from the train station, but I would never forget it. I would never forget it. I won't it. forget that, don't you worry. And that's the thing. It's like, I am so, again, it's the good girl thing. Oh, that's the theme of the week, the good girl thing. But I have this idea of myself as being a good person, which mm-hmm. automatically means that I am a bad person. <laughs> because <laughs> because when you're fighting that hard to be convinced that you're a good person, you can't see the full spectrum of yourself. Well, you see now, I think I think you're trying very hard to actually see the full spectrum of yourself and that you're sitting down with a checklist and you're going through it and going, yeah, yeah, that's me. Here I am. That's me to a T. There I am. This is me. This list of eight points is definitely me. <laughs> um, now. Can I speak? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I won't interrupt you. Are you going to interrupt me? <laughs> No. Um, Okay. Number one, I think everyone has narcissistic traits in them. I just think it's human nature. It might be a survival thing, but I think we all have to have a bit of narcissism or else kaput. Okay. Mm. Number two, um, I think you've narrowed in on events that have happened that everybody is quote unquote guilty of, like Cancelling somebody the morning of something. Everyone has done that. And there are people who do it all the time and don't even remember. So you see, you're holding yourself to account for something that you did once in a blue moon because 
he did something terribly usual, which was, oh, sorry, I had a few drinks the night before. I feel fucking shite today. I'm mm. sorry, I can't show up. Mm. And you've overthought that. So if you were a narcissist, you would genuinely wouldn't give a fuck. You'd go, yeah. but sure, they're always around. I can see them any day I want. And if they're thick with me for that, that's their problem. That's, I won't ever talk to them again. Yeah, exactly. Um, What else in my list, in my mental list? I'm doing really well considering that it's well past my bedtime. Um, It is nine. It is nine o'clock. The fact that you're worried that you're a narcissist as well, I think, speaks volumes. Yeah, maybe. What else came to mind? What was the last point? You only give so you can receive. But like, don't we all do that? A bit of that. Isn't that I just mean, social swings and roundabouts? I don't, under, I don't, like, I don't trust someone who's like, I just, well, do you know what? I know I have some friends who are very, who are very good with their boundaries. So okay. they, so they, they, when, if they, you ask them to do something, they'll say, no, I can't, I'm really sorry, I can't do that today. And then if you say, oh, could you do this? They go, yeah, I can. So mm. they'll do stuff for you, but they also know how to give to themselves. So they're not looking, they're not going to give to you so they can receive from you. They give to themselves. And then when they have, whatever they have left over, they'll gladly give to you. So, you know, they're generous and lovely people, but they just know how to be boundaried. And I think that because I never really learned how to do that, my way of instead of asking someone outright for what I want, I'll give and give and give and give. And then it will turn into after everything I gave to you, because I can't just go, hey, listen, do you know what I need from you is X, Y and Z as a, as a mm. friend or a, a, a lover. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah. yeah. No, people who have strong boundaries, that's I like, yeah, that's that's something I I think that's always like, oh, that's what I'll do when I'm a grown up. But, you know, it's mm. very difficult and. It's really admirable in someone when they when they get really clear about stuff like that. I really wish I could be better at that myself as well. Um, but Do again, you know what I found that does not make you a narcissist. Well, I've also found this just what you're saying about boundaries. But I I think as well when I've been boundaried or when I've tried to kind of talk to somebody or call somebody out, like be like like try to be okay with confrontation because for me that's the thing. It's like I'm worried that if I say how I feel, it's going to lead lead confrontation. What I've learned, though, is when you kind of very honestly and authentically ask somebody to take responsibility for something that they've done, they don't want to do it. Mm. I think if you if somebody, as one of my friends said to me, if someone wants to apologize for something that they've done, they'll apologize. Mm. But I suppose the good thing is when you call them on it, they know that you won't ever accept that that thing again. Yeah, plus nobody likes being asked to apologise for something if it's coming from them genuinely unprompted. Mm. That's the genuine apology. That's true. But even sometimes you think, like I had a situation with a friend where um, we had been really, really good friends and then all of a sudden this person cut me out of their life because they got into a relationship. Now, they didn't do it um, uh, purposefully. They Mm. did it because they just got caught up in this thing but they completely went from like seeing them all the time being one of my best friends to just not being in my life at all anymore Mm. and I didn't speak to them for months and months and then I got a message from them basically when that person broke up with them like the Mm. day of basically going can I call you and I was a bit like um I think I know what's going on here but anyway Recently, they started reaching out to me again and saying, do you want to hang out? And I said, um, yeah. And I was being the, yeah, but I was really angry about it. And Mm. I was going, yeah, maybe we won't meet up this week, but we'll meet up next week. And then I said, you know what? No, because I'm angry and I have a right to say that I'm hurt and I'm angry. 
So I just said to them, look, I'm just really disappointed about what happened. And, you know, uh, we were really good friends. And then I feel like he kind of dropped me from a height. So I'll be honest with you, I don't really want to. I've got like a really good circle of friends and I don't really know if I want to enter in back back with somebody again after that. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just letting you know where I stand type of thing. And I didn't want to be disingenuous. And then and then they, they wrote back and said, um, well, yes, there's no real way to answer a message like that. So I'll just wish, wish you all the best. Oh, and I was like, OK, that's grand. I mean, I say that I was like, what? But uh, but yeah, that was the thing I thought, like, at least even if you kind of go, I don't agree with you at all. I think you're being really overdramatic or whatever. But it was just a bit like, mm-hmm. so in a way, it was good because I went, OK, I've, I've learned who that person is and that's absolutely fine. But mm-hmm. I just kind of I, I, I was I, I called my sister straight afterwards and said, I feel quite shamed by that response because it makes me feel like I was hysterical or. You know, and I was just trying to be mm. honest about where I was. Yeah, that's a difficult one. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to get into something like that over text as well. I know. I mean, maybe I should have called, but you know, at this point, I'm glad that I didn't. Okay. So, so I, 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 that was a complete segue segue that was a complete segue from uh what we were talking about and i'm also aware of the time as well phil we're kind of coming to the end of okay the the old uh the old the old time (laughs) well i think i don't think you're a narcissist i think you are fearful of because of being a narcissist i think you're worried that you might be one and that's probably a good thing really then isn't it Hmm. doesn't mean you're one means you're worried that you're one yes Yes. And maybe those behaviours that I engage with that are, you know, on, on the narcissistic spectrum, mm. it's, it's OK to kind of maybe maybe just take a look at those things, because I think that they're more about. So that thing about giving to receive, it's like if if I if I give, I should just give and I shouldn't expect anything in return. And if I'm expecting something in return, it means that I'm not being clear about what I am expecting or want. Yeah. Like those lists are helpful if, yeah, if it highlights, you know, aspects that you can relate to and go, oh God, I, I don't like being like that. Maybe I should do something to change it or be just aware the next time I see it happen and just how do I respond? But also boundaries don't need to mean confrontation. No, that's so true. That's because so true. when those people with boundaries express their boundaries to you, are they being thick, like, are they being aggro about it? Probably no, not. not. That's, that's the thing. Not at all. It's just that sometimes I, I realized, especially when I was younger, if somebody said, no, I don't want to do that, I'd get very upset with them because yeah. I would think that that was basically like not fair because I didn't exactly. know what to say. No, I'm not. I'm not willing to do that. Sorry. Exactly. I, 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 I find the same thing. I get really angry at people who are very good at what I called looking after themselves. You know? But it's true. It is. It's looking <laughs> yeah. after you. It's looking after yourself when you have healthy boundaries where you go, sorry, no, I just not even sorry. Just no, just no. Yeah. And feeling OK with saying no. And mm. um, are just like, no, I'm not doing that or that's not OK with me. Um, And the people who are clear and concise with that kind of um, expression, they're never aggro or cross no. about it. They're just like, no, it's just the way I am in my, I just, I know f- about myself and that's not going to fly. And that they're totally at peace with it. And then in yeah. turn, everyone else is just has to be totally at peace with it. And that's completely fine. Um, And it doesn't mean, yeah, I, I, I get, I get really angry when people are very comfortable doing that because I'm like, 
how the fuck are they getting away with that? Considering yes. I've gone my whole life, you know, bending over and, you know, being, I don't know the words this evening. I'm so sorry. Um, but no, like, listen, you're I've spent it. my whole life being compliant and mm. trying to do the right thing, you know. Being a good girl. Yeah, and then to my and then it ends up backfiring and blowing up in my face. And if I just bloody obeyed myself to begin with and gone no, <laughs> um, yeah. it would all be fine. And it's just me being annoyed at myself that I don't have the same kind of healthy forthrightness to say mm. I'm not doing that or I don't want that to happen or we're not doing that, whatever. But I like I you know, and not not to feel awkward or funny or. It's, silly about it like that's it I think this this week's theme and the resolution of this week is that being a good girl or boy needs to fuck right off it's you know we don't we don't need to do that and everybody's okay to be happy to make themselves happy to have fun without making themselves feel guilty or ashamed and we also have the the right to, to implement as you say boundaries that are not it's not a harsh thing it's just saying no because that would make me feel compromised or it would make me feel happy so yeah mm-hmm. so that's that's it everybody if you if you're you know kind of being held captive by your good girl or boy no no, no. today is the day no no you, i yeah everything we sorry. spoke about this evening, sorry i've just spoken over to you of you i'm a narcissist because i'm a narcissist <laughs> But I think everything that we spoke about this evening, I think we could talk for ever and ever about them, about those topics, because, yeah, we're only scratching the surface on things there, I think. Exactly. They're top topics. Um, Guys, if you want to chime in, if you've got thoughts, um, Mm. if you're that friend of mine and you want to to write in an apology. um, Cease and desist. (laughs) Cease and desist. Uh, Please send it to uh, We Heart Murray. We heart Murray. Oh, <laughs> again, we heart Bill Murray at gmail.com or we heart worry at gmail.com. Yeah. I do love Bill Murray though. I'm a fan of his work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, listen, well, let's just go. Thanks for, for sticking with us and uh, yeah. safe home. Safe home. God bless. Uh, enjoy yourselves. And again, sorry, I'm off to bed and we'll see you next time on We Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a radio show. It's a podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm instantly regretting all the, the iron and cradle talker. I'm really sorry about that. Apologies, apologies. I, I'll be in better form next time. I'll have had a proper dinner meal and uh, <laughs> I'll have taken a nap in the day if possible. <laughs> sorry, I'm going delirious. Oh, good night. Good, um, good night. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.